Welcome to another exciting podcast here at DraftSite.com. Purpose of this podcast, of course, is to go over the results of day one last night. Capture the reaction, how we feel about what happened. What do we look forward to today? Let's start at the top of the draft with the Cincinnati Bengals. Joe Burrow, was anyone expecting this to be anything else? I really feel here, Cincinnati hit it out of the park. They had to. There was really nowhere else they were going to go. Can't blame Cincinnati at all. That's that's a that's a great move. Same thing for the Redskins. We've said it time and time again. This was not the biggest need in drafting Chase Young out of Ohio State, the best defensive player in this draft. But even though defensive line is not the biggest need, what are you going to do? Again, best player in the draft take the San Francisco 49er approach, use a ton of first-round picks along the defensive line. Washington has done that. They're just making a strength even stronger. That's a little bit scary when you have a last-place schedule uh, going into the season like they do. Here's where we thought all the intrigue was going to start. Detroit at number three. A lot of people, ourselves included, Jeffrey Akuda out of Ohio State. But we thought, That's where they would go, but would they do it at number three? Of course, Detroit sitting at three, the Giants sitting at four with the two teams surrounding them, or I'm sorry, not surrounding, right behind them, the Miami Dolphins and the LA Chargers, both in the market for quarterbacks. Tua, as well as Justin Herbert, both sitting there. Nothing happened. We had heard that the only viable option was the Jaguars offering number nine and number 20, Uh, Detroit wanted a little more. It's so funny that the Jaguars always want a lot for their picks, but they don't want to give up picks to anyone else. Don't know who the target there was, but apparently the discussions never got very serious. Detroit stood its ground. They stay. They take Jeffrey Okuda. He's good. I'm not sure he's that much better than C.J. Henderson, but applaud the Lions for going after the right position. Something they're not only known, always known for doing. Brings up the New York Giants at number four. Andrew Thomas out of Georgia. A little bit surprised this wasn't Tristan Wirfs. Maybe, maybe Jedrick Wills. I think here in our uh, mock, we actually had them with Wirfs. So this was the right call. Were they going to go offensive tackle? Get a little bit more of an investment, more protection for Daniel Jones, Saquon Barkley. Or was it going to be for Isaiah Simmons, get that linebacker, that playmaker that's eluded them? There was even some talk about Derek Brown, and how can you blame him? Just a studded defensive tackle. We thought Andrew Thomas was the best offensive tackle all along. You look at our rankings, he is number one on our board. Just did not think the Giants were as enamored with Thomas as some of the other people that we brought up. Kudos to the Giants. Going along the offensive line, you can never go wrong. Get them big uglies while you can. Miami Dolphins, no surprise. They do get Tua, Tua Tagvailoa, who I can never say his name. You know, he's Tua. But the fact that they didn't have to make a move. I think Miami was anticipating something to go down. Nothing happened. They've really had the inside track at him all along. It was their doctors that have been able to independently verify that the medicals checked out with the hip. This is perfect for Miami. 
Same thing for the Chargers. Justin Herbert right in their laps. Like, and again, what I like here with Tua and Herbert, neither are in a situation where they have to play right away. I'm not overly thrilled about either one of those quarterbacks, but the fact that neither are in a situation where they have to come in day one and play makes these both very good selections. Miami has Ryan Fitzpatrick. He's been on just about every team in the league. He's instant offense. He can come in. Teammates tend to rally around him. He has a good rapport with his teammates, good with his coaching staff. He's a short-term, short-term guy. Tyrod Taylor for the Chargers. Not as big on him because, to me, he's not a guy that you're going to go out and win with or be a long-term solution. What I do like, he is on more of the conservative side. He won't make a lot of mistakes. Tyrod Taylor won't win you a lot of games, but but unlike a lot of other young quarterbacks, he's not going to lose them either. So you put some talented playmakers around him, he'll put you in a position to go to the playoffs. He did it with Buffalo for a while. He was... Uh, he was fine in his time with Baltimore. He's approaching 31 years of age. He's not a spring chicken, but there's a lot of, there's low mileage on Tyrod Taylor. You can kick the tires around a little bit. Not a bad quarterback. Again, not someone I want to hang my future on, but you don't got to trot Justin Herbert out there. And he's, he's very good. He's, he's been in this role before. He's always been very accommodating to other quarterbacks. Tyrod Taylor is a very, very fine human being. I've never met him or talked to him. But by all accounts, it's hard to find someone who has something bad to say about Tyrod Taylor. So good call for the L.A. Chargers. Derek Brown, the defensive tackle out of Auburn. Again, this is a situation where defensive tackle was not the biggest need. They really need a linebacker maybe on the inside to take over for that Luke Keekley retirement. I think cornerback's the biggest need, watching James Bradbury walk. But again... Best player on the board is Brown or Isaiah Simmons. They take Derek Brown. You can't go wrong with a defensive tackle. You pair him with Kaiwan Short, not a lot of people are going to be running up the middle against Carolina. And they're both defensive tackles that not only plug up the middle, but they're going to get a pass rush on. Excellent pick by Carolina. Same can be said at number eight, the Arizona Cardinals. We all thought it'd be an offensive tackle going in. But then again, how many people thought Isaiah Simmons would be falling? We did. If you look at our mock, we actually had Isaiah Simmons falling to number 10 to Cleveland. It's kind of funny. Cleveland ends up taking Jedrick Wills. So in our mock, we had 8 and 10 flip-flopped. We had Simmons at 10. We had Wills at 8. But again, you can't fall to Arizona. On, if you look at our overall board, next to Chase Young, we had Isaiah Simmons as the number two prospect in this entire draft. Why not get a guy that's a jackknife that you can put in and play a number of snaps? He's going to at least play 20% of snaps, probably at three different positions. He's going to give offensive coordinators nightmares. Where is he going to be on the field? How do you block against that? Good overall uh, selection for Arizona. They're making strides. And props to King uh, Cliff Kingsbury with that pad. <laughs> he looked like a Colombian uh, drug lord. But uh, <laughs> it's a pretty cool pad. Props to him. Let's move on now. Number nine. And hey, C.J. Henderson, Florida. Score one for our mock. How many mocks out there had C.J. Henderson going to Jacksonville? You're not going to find a lot. We have been screaming from the rooftops 
There were some teams that had C.J. Henderson ranked ahead of Jeffrey Okuda, or they were very close. They were both in the top tier. We said he could go as early as number seven to Carolina. C.J. Henderson's going to be a top 10 pick. Boom, he lands at number nine. And that's where we had him on the final mock. And uh, yeah, we're, we're going to pat ourselves on the back a little bit on that one. That one was uh, one that we were really keeping our ear to the ground and not going with a popular pick. So draftsite.com, well done. Maybe we'll pipe in like thunderous applause for that one. Number 10, we already did go over that we thought this was Isaiah Simmons. For the longest time, we had Jedrick Wills there at 10. This makes sense. Cleveland, you're back to being Cleveland. You had put in uh, a great season, first season under Baker Mayfield, and the expectations were nuts last year. Let's be real. You needed that season to kind of humble yourselves, stop being so cute, and get back down to the basics. Jedrick Wills is a good, good pick. This is one that's going to uh, work for you. And again at 11, Makai Becton to the New York Jets out of Louisville. Uh, he's like 4,000 pounds and can run under five in the 40. It's it's amazing. Again, another one for the mock. Now, there, there were some people had Makai Becton. We weren't the only ones. But again, the fact that all the receivers were still on the board, you know the Jets were, you know, there was part of them thinking, eh, let's get something for Sam Darnold. That's who the big winner is here, though. It's not the Jets. It's Sam Darnold. Think about it. This pick, you still had a a couple of very good offensive tackles on the board, and you had your choice of wide receiver. Sam Darnold had to be sitting back and just smiling from ear to ear because no matter where they go, it's going to help Sam Darnold. You get him a very, very good wide out. I mean, there, there's a couple there's a couple targets there, but he did lose, uh, I'd say, his target that strikes the fear in most, most opponents in Robbie Anderson. I expect the Jets to address wide receiver today. But uh, here you get Mekhi Becton. Why not get a franchise tackle? Sam Darnold's not going to be angry with that. Number 12, Las Vegas. They kept both their picks at 12 and 19. In our mock, we had C.D. Lamb here. We had it as the first wide receiver off the board. It's Henry Ruggs III. It's his old school Raiders. Speed, speed, speed. So we had the player wrong, but we had the right position. We had a wide receiver going here. Not only that... This is where we had the first wide receiver in our mock, and we hit that as well. I, I if if you would say uh, CJ uh, CD Lamb were out of the equation, I would have said Henry Ruggs, old school Raiders, give him some speed. That's what happened. Can't fault him here. I don't think you're going to get the same dividends as what you would with a Jerry Judy or a CD Lamb. But again, you can't fault the Raiders. This was the area they wanted. I I don't think it was the greatest selection. But again, it's the right area. 13. We finally get our first trade. Isn't it amazing? All this wheeling and dealing, there were going to be deals or maybe there weren't going to be as much because of the, you know, obviously the, the coverage that we, we, we had and everyone operating from their homes. And what would a lot of these deals have to be hammered out early on? Well, first off, Props to the NFL. They killed it last night. They did great. This was the first pick where we saw a trade. Not only a trade, but Tampa Bay only went up one spot. It went from 14 to 13. San Francisco gets another pick. 
Good job, Frisco. Tampa gets the person they wanted. They must have been very worried that someone was going to come up. They really wanted Tristan Wirfs. I never heard exactly what made them move up one spot. What was it? But this is a player they wanted. Why not? I mean, Tom Brady comes to town. Rob Gronkowski's now in fold. That's got to make you feel good. And now you're showing your new guy, Tom Brady, your franchise, that you're willing to move up and make a, a deal for an insanely athletic offensive tackle in Tristan Wirfs. Tom has to just sit back and think, you know what? This Florida thing's all right. Maybe I should have done this sooner. Who knows? With, with this kind of protection, people around him and getting what he wants, Tom might play to his 50. Who knows? He, he might George Bland all of us. So San Francisco moves down one spot. They take Javon Kinlaw. Um, let me just tell you right now, this is where we had rugs. We thought it would be a wide receiver, stretch the field. But props to Frisco because they made a move later to get a wide receiver. Here, you get a younger version of the guy you just traded away to Indianapolis and DeForest Buckner. You keep that defensive line intact. You strengthen the strength of your football team. And a little later, they were sitting at 31. They move up. They still get a wide receiver. So this was a good pick that turned into an even better pick when you saw what San Francisco was able to do later in the draft process. Kinlaw's a very good player. Very good player. Number 15, Jerry Judy. Score one for the mock. This is where we had him going. I mean, we thought he was the best wide receiver all along. He's the best route runner. He's not the fastest. Does he have the best hands? Is he the most engaged? No. But when you put everything up top and factor everything in, Jerry Judy was our number one guy. He's probably the safest pick. I think other wide receivers have higher ceilings, but Jerry Judy is the, if, if you're going to worry about anyone busting out, Judy is the least of your worries. And I think that's what Denver needs. Cortland Sutton has proven to be a very good wideout, but there's some inconsistency there. You need a steadying force. And you could tell they missed Emmanuel Sanders last year. This is a good pick. Well, the good picks must have stopped because it's 16 Atlanta. AJ, AJ Terrell out of Clemson. This, we had him later in the second round. Now, we knew that he could have been a first-round pick, but just don't see this one. I, I thought there were other corners on the board. Atlanta must really feel good about him. I, I'm not sure about that. But, hey, it is an area of need. Dallas. This could have been the best move of the first round because C.D. Lamb, the wide receiver out of Oklahoma. Now, again, Dallas, we thought we had uh, Caleb on Chison losing the pass rush. The loss of Robert Quinn, that was a great signing for the boys last year. He really provided a lot. There's some uncertainty at the defensive end position. We need to pair someone with Demarcus Lawrence. Do you go get a safety? Although safeties normally slide, and it happened. None are off the board right now. But taking a premier safety like a Xavier McKinney was something that we wrestled with. But here, Dallas takes CeeDee Lamb, and why not? They just didn't think he'd be on the board. And me being an Eagle fan, this, oh, this, <laughs> this pick gets in under my skin. But if I'm if I'm Dallas, why not? This was perfect. They just did not think this was 
going to happen? And before they announced the pick, you just saw the smile on Mike McCarthy's face. And you're like, oh, he just got what he never got in Green Bay, a first-round wide receiver. CeeDee Lamb moves between the outside and the slot. I think you play him primarily as a slot receiver with Michael Gallup now. Uh, this move makes so much sense. It's just something Dallas never thought they would they would have. I expect them to address the interior line today, get someone for Travis Frederick, and, and some, some picks in the secondary. That's where they need the most help, but they did the right thing here. Miami at 18. This is where we had Xavier McKinney. And with those three picks, we thought an offensive tackle would come in at some point. thought this was a little early for Austin Jackson. Didn't think he was necessarily the best player to put here. thought this would maybe be Josh Jones. Or if there was a pick they were going to trade, thought it'd be this one and maybe not a 26. Although <laughs> we saw what happened there with uh, Jordan Love. We'll get to that in a little bit. But this is a good pick. It's a safe pick. Um, don't think he's a world beater. I think it's a step down from Laramie Tunsil, but it's not a bad pick. I don't think Miami hit it out of the park, but they could have been worse. Not much worse than at 19, Damon Arnett. What in the world is this, Raiders? Again, it's old school Raiders. The ghost of Al Davis is alive and well. Uh, we thought it was just the team facility. Apparently, he's haunting homes. Damon Arnett, What? I mean, so much was made about the feel-good story. Chris Carter getting back into the fold. He kind of walked away from football. And now look at him, and he's a first-round pick. Don't you question a guy's heart? I don't know if this guy's really in it. Let's see. A corner who has questionable heart playing the position long-term, but a lot of speed. Yep, Raiders have been down that road before. Stick to the script. This was probably... I think, I don't, wow. This is a worse pick than Jordan Love. To me, this was the worst selection of the first round. And then it got even worse when Kenneth Murray went to the Chargers a few, pick later, a few picks later. This is where we had Kenneth Murray. The Raiders would benefit from getting a stud inside like that. Murray was the best inside linebacker on this, in this draft. It's your first one is a Vegas Raiders. You take Damon Arnett? Really? Wow. Big fat F on that one. Number 20, Jacksonville Jaguars. Kalemon Chison, uh, <laughs> Yannick Ngakwu, uh, you can pack your bags. He's still expected to be moved. Not as high on Chison. I think there's a large bus factor here. But this is an area where you need. Outside linebacker. I think he's actually going to pay dividends at the NFL, but to me, he's more of a specialist. I don't know if I'm going to draft a pass rushing specialist only, number 20 overall. That's a little high for me. 21, Philadelphia Eagles, Jalen Rieger, wide receiver out of TCU. Good bloodline, Monte's son. Ah, Philadelphia fans, you know, they're, they're fickle. I'm one of them. Good area. I like the area here. Not only is it a wide receiver, but it's a slot guy. Philly needs a dependable slot guy. Nelson Aguilar is gone. Golden Tate, you brought him in, but him and Aguilar couldn't coexist. They were the same receiver. A good slot threat is needed in Philadelphia. Rieger is a slot guy. He's got returnability. He's very fast. 
422 at the pro day. I mean, he can burn it. There's a problem. He's not the greatest catching the football. Uh, 47% catch rate, third lowest in FBS. Two years ago, ton of drops. Last year, not the greatest, but then again, they didn't really have a good quarterback situation at TCU. Potential is there. But you got a slot guy who drops the football a lot. Didn't you just get rid of that, Nelson Aguilar? Yes, I know Justin Jefferson was still there, and a lot of people were calling for him. When the Eagles passed him up, we all said he's going to Minnesota, and he did. <laughs> Eagle fans are already penciling in Justin Jefferson for 1,250 yards and probably winning Rookie of the Year. But I thought uh, I was more on the Brandon Ayuk. So you can't fault. The only thing I can say here is I'm not a big, big fan of the pick. But for Jalen's sake, I do hope that the Boo Birds are curved a little bit. It's not Jalen's fault. Give him a shot, Philly. Give him a shot. Hopefully, hopefully he's a little better than advertised. 22, there is Justin Jefferson. He fits Minnesota. This is a good fit. Potentially for Justin Jefferson, I, I know the Philly fans wanted him, but this is probably a better fit for Jefferson. There's a few question marks. He's not a slam dunk guy. But he, he's a good gamble, especially a team like the Vikings who had two first-round picks. This makes sense. L.A. Chargers moved back up to 23 to get Kenneth Murray. I think this was to jump the New Orleans Saints at 24. A lot of people had Murray mocked there. Again, we had him at 19. We had him as that second pick for the Raiders. This makes perfect sense for the Chargers. And you watch, Kenneth Murray is probably going to post 13, 14 tackles a game against the Raiders, probably going to haunt them. I really think this is more, this is a great pick for the, the Chargers. Not their biggest need, but a, a solid need. Makes that stout defense even better. And it's a big middle finger to the Raiders. 24, New Orleans Saints. Cesar Ruiz. Good pick. This is where we had Jordan Love. We thought he was going to slip. We heard New Orleans, ah, we're not going to go quarterback. No, we're, we're not going to do it. Then they were kind of softening their tone the last couple days of the draft. And I was like, the bells and whistles were going off. And I, I thought that this is where it's going to happen. Cesar Ruiz, good player. It's just that they went interior last year as well, so it's a little surprising. But again, the versatility. He can play center and guard. So I don't think it was the best pick for New Orleans, but, but it's solid. And I neglected to mention at 23, who did the Chargers trade with? The Patriots. They traded out of the first round. Yawn. 25. Here's where San Francisco gets Brandon Ayuk. And again, so much was made about the catch radius and those long arms that he has. Being just under six foot, but the fact that he has those long arms. Uh, and the returnability. I think of the first round players or, or players that we saw like in the day one or day two, I think he's the most underrated return man and he's going to make an immediate impact. I think on returns before he does as a wide receiver, but San Francisco really needs wide receivers They're there. The depth is, is short there. Someone to stretch the field. Ayuk's in a good situation. Here we go. Jordan love at 26. You know, I was getting beat up a lot. And, and, you know, we do have, I have a weekly show that I appear on every Tuesday, one of the two that we do, in 
Wisconsin. And I, I had some comments going, really? You've got Green Bay taking Jalen Hurts in round two. Jalen Hurts, there were three or four teams that really liked Jalen Hurts. And I thought he's going to go to Green Bay or he's going to go to Indy. And when I had him to Green Bay in that last mock, I endured a little bit of, there's no way Green Bay goes that high for a quarterback. Wow. I went round two. <laughs> I was wrong. It was round one. I don't know if Green Bay wanted to go there or it was their first pick. But at 26, I can't fault the thinking. Although you are basically, the thing that doesn't sit well is they've neglected taking those first round toys before for Aaron Rodgers. And now they're basically like, hey, you're not going to get one, by the way. Uh, you've got a year or two and then you're out. Got to worry about the psyche here. So not a fan. And we're, we're not as big on Jordan Love. I understand the thinking. Don't like the player as much. Jordan Brooks at 27 to Seattle. Thought they'd go in a different direction, more of an edge rusher, vice a tackling machine that's going to play there with Bobby Wagner. But this is another guy we yelled and screamed about. I said, don't be surprised if he's a first-round pick. And we had him in the first round of Green Bay at 30 in a number of occasions. We said Baltimore would be interested in him at 28 if Patrick Queen was off the board, which he wasn't. And Patrick Queen went to Baltimore, score one for the mock. But we actually had Jordan Brooks high. Round two, we had him as the Luke Keekley replacement in Carolina. And I still got a lot of, there's no way he goes that high. Yeah, you're right, he went higher. 27. Not the athlete, best pure tackler of any linebacker in this. I, I've said, if you go the start of the season to the end of the season, Joe Burrow improved his draft stock on offense more than anyone. Jordan Brooks, to me, was the defensive Joe Burrow of this draft. We called he was a first-round possibility. He did it. Props to Jordan Brooks. Just don't know about the team as much to fit there. Patrick Queen to Baltimore, no-brainer. He's been called Ray Lewis Jr. Love that. Isaiah Wilson, 29 to Tennessee. Not as big a fan. Big guy, 6'7", 340. Does he play tackle or does he play guard? The thing, though, here, Tennessee, did they really have glaring needs? They, they've got some needs places, but none that stick out like a sore thumb. I think the biggest takeaway here was what the hell was going on with Mike Vrabel? Those his kids back there. I, I don't know what was going on in that house. Can't wait to see what goes on day two. Number 30, Miami. This is an interesting pick. Noah Igbahini. Parents were Olympians for Nigeria. He's got all of the athletic talent. Just thought he was more of a late round two, early round three kind of project. Someone would coach him up. Not surprised he went higher, but I thought he would be an early day two person. Like someone saying, hey, we got what we really wanted. This is a guy we can take a chance on. Again, I think Miami's a good place, though, because they have so many picks. Hopefully they let him learn, but I think the return could be very, very big. Jeff Gladney to Minnesota at 31. A slot corner. Minnesota needs corners. Uh, three of their top four walked away from uh, last year. They went to Texas, Holton Hill, Chris Boyd. There's some good players there. There's no standouts. I still expect a veteran to come in, but Gladney's good. He's more or less just a slot guy, but in that division, it's needed. It's a pretty good pick. 
And then 32, Kansas City. We had mocked that this would be the only pick that would be a running back. We just had it as DeAndre Swift. I can see Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. It makes sense. He showed a lot more catching the football than what I think people give him credit for. Even us. He surprised us. I just did not think this was the first guy off the board. Had him in round two, maybe middle to later stages. That Baltimore, Buffalo kind of area. Because I think there's going to be four or five running backs still going in round two. I'm with Mel said five or six. And he said that before Hilaire got drafted. Boy, this is just the rich getting richer. Why not? It's not the biggest need, but man, does it make sense. There's a ton of people in the backfield in Kansas City, but is there a, a real stud? Might be now. That's a good pick. Very good pick. All right, well, we're going to be back with another episode. We're going to be telling you what to look for in day two. But first, we're going to put up on draftside.com our picks for rounds two and round three. But thank you very much for listening. We'll get this. Uh, we're ready to rock and roll for 7 o'clock tonight. we got about a little over seven hours before that happens. Stay safe, everyone. See you soon.